Are you tired of all the voices who say, focus on the bottom line numbers? Say whatever you have to, just close the sale. Just get the credit card. It doesn't matter what you deliver. You will never build a successful business until you grow a pair and stop caring so much. Here, we respectfully disagree. We give you permission to embrace who you are, how much you care, and encourage you to design a business that works for you and your clients. Welcome to The Art of Giving a Damn, the podcast that proves with every single episode that you can create a profitable business doing what you're passionate about and making a positive difference in the world. Now, here's your host, Michelle Schaefer. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn. My guest today uh, has a, a few things you just might maybe not be as interested in as being necessities in your business. So we're going to talk about some, um, we'll call it fun, topics today. Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have this conversation with you. So uh, for those who are meeting you for the first time, Amanda Paul Davis uh, helps business owners with their accounting and financial needs. So you take care of some of those things that aren't our top priority, but to stay in business, they need to be a top priority for us. You guide creative, educational tech, nonprofit organizations to financial clarity. I love that phrasing, by the way, and helping people understand what it takes to reduce business uncertainty that's common in growing companies. That is a huge issue for a lot of us. So you really help women get confident about their finances and business and figure out what do they do to get all that under control. Absolutely. It's my favorite thing. You know, uh, not, not every business owner has an accounting degree. So yeah. y'all need a little bit of help and that's what we're here for. Well, I love the headline on your homepage. I had to laugh the first time I read it. <laughs> Because it comes up and it says, the IRS won't believe the dog ate your tax documents. <laughs> and sadly, that is true. We can't get away with that one with the IRS. So let's kind of start at the beginning. What got you started in accounting and specifically helping businesses with this piece of things? Oh, that's just a fun story. So um, <laughs> I originally thought I was going to go to work for Pixar and be like this graphic artist. So I oh, actually okay. have a graphic art degree. <laughs> Okay, that's not what you normally hear from an accountant. Right? Yeah. Interesting. I, okay. I ran away to Arizona and got myself an accounting degree. And when I, when I came back, long story short, came back to New Mexico and went to the um, university over here. And, and uh -huh. their business school is great. And their accounting program is really awesome. My sister's a business manager in Hollywood. So she became a role model uh -huh. and helped me down this path. So she's kind of um, the biggest reason that I'm involved with all of this. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I exited out of public accounting, doing taxes and all that good work, um, she actually coached me to start the business. And so uh -huh. my favorite thing to do is, is help my clients. And we have um, a lot of creative businesses that yeah. we help. And so just being able to impact positive change. I had one lady who I actually met with, I think on Tuesday, last Tuesday, and she told me, she's like, this is the easiest tax year we've ever had in our lives. Uh, so we don't do taxes, but nice. the fact that we got their books together and they could just glaze through the season. Yeah. How amazing is that? It's still March. Oh, the taxes are easy. If you have your books organized, 
I mean, that's the thing that takes the time is going back and finding all the receipts and matching up all the expenses. And it's just like, I'm not a fan. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's really fascinating. I saw that, you know, you do work with a lot of creatives, but I didn't realize your background was in that. So that makes sense. Like you can actually speak both languages, the numbers and the creativity side of it. Yeah, and it's kind of fun because, uh, you know, the creative accountant is probably like a bad word, right? But in my, like, well, I kind of come out the IRS problems. might not like that. Yeah, I mean, we're not doing anything creative with the numbers, but coming at problems creatively, I guess you can say. Um, I was always interesting working with other accountants in a day land, and they would just like, we have a problem and then I would go in and approach it in a way that absolutely nobody considered and they yeah. just look at me almost like I was dumb huh. and they started listening to my answer and they're like how in the world did you get there and I'm like I'm sorry my brain works different <laughs> you know that's great <laughs> it, it still solves the problem and, and it's still a good good piece of advice I just I come at things a little different than your average boring accountant yeah. Well, and I think that helps when you're working with people who are entrepreneurs who do tend to be a little different than average themselves because it's hard to get an accountant sometimes to understand well, here's why this is a you know part of my business or here's what I do. I have clients who literally will, will be on business coaching calls and they'll be like, I don't think my accountant really understands what I do for business. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah. Or they're not listening to you, yeah. right? Yeah. Or, or you don't feel as the business owner comfortable, like you think you're dealing with somebody who is, I don't know, at a certain level, like prestige yeah. or, or a certain smart level or whatever. And you, you feel dumb asking certain questions and yeah. accounting should be approachable. And I tell people when they come to me, if what I'm telling you doesn't make sense, you need to stop me and talk to me until it does. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't understand it, I'm not doing my job. You know, I think that's a, that is a different approach than most professionals in the field have because it's more, give me your stuff, I'll give you back your statements. And it's not about helping people understand what's going on or why with the numbers, which goes back to what you help people with as far as the financial clarity piece of things. Because I know a lot of people who they couldn't really tell you what their actual take home is from what their business is bringing in. They don't understand their numbers no. because it's, it's not the easiest thing when you're not an accountant. Um, so a couple of questions for you, like, what do you suggest that small business owners or entrepreneurs look for when we go to hire somebody to help us with the accounting piece of things? Like, how do we know we have somebody who's going to understand what we're looking for and actually be able to support us with those pieces? That's a, that's a fabulous question. And it's, it's going to be kind of subjective. So everybody's going to be different. And one of the things I'll give an example is, so in, in, in my industry, like and trust are big. Yeah. Competency is like ground zero. That's base. I can't be like, I'm better than everybody else. Like I've got to be that good or you shouldn't be talking to me. What the difference is, is not everybody's going to work with me really well. Right. Because mm -hmm. if I'm dealing with the techie that wants to, you know, get into numbers and truly understands things, I tend to dumb it down. I tend to be more um, approachable. I literally wear jeans and tennis shoes when I go in with clients. I'm not buttoned okay. down in a suit. If that's going to be a problem, okay. then we need to find you somebody else work with but mm -hmm. at the end of the day um you, you your gut tells you a lot i think so the like mm -hmm. and trust factor i think you should interview multiple people and i think you should have some good questions so mm -hmm. um one of the questions uh i was i was asked actually a couple years ago at this uh um expo thing that we were doing and one of the ladies was like i have a question for you and then she mm -hmm. asked me the question and i just smiled i said 
I'm going to answer what everybody else told you before I give you my answer. And she's like, great. And so here's the question. She goes, how, as my accountant, are you going to help me become more profitable? That is a fantastic question. Isn't that crazy? And I, yeah. so my answer was everybody else, okay. not my job, right? Mm. As their accountant, it's not my job to make sure yeah. you're profitable. I just deal with the numbers. Yep. Um, uh. yeah, right along those lines of um, why are you asking me this question? You're completely out of line. Like, this is what I do, blah, 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 rigid little box. And my answer is at the very least, if you're working with a good bookkeeper who knows, they can help you avoid major tax problems because they actually can tell you in advance where you actually have time to do something about it. Yeah. Say, hey, now you need to talk to a CPA or did you know you can do X, Y, and Z? Not really giving tax advice, but at least giving you the option and telling you up front before it becomes an issue. And the other thing at the at like a base minimum we should be taking the time to do all of that back accounting work and that bookkeeping work so that you don't have to. Uh -huh. And so if you can go work on your business and build your business and somebody can do that and it's competent and it's being done timely, at the very least, that should help you become more profitable. But an, a really good bookkeeper and accountant can say, hey, did you see this trend? Hey, this product or service line mm -hmm. isn't doing so well. Here's what. Hey, did you know this, that, yeah. and the other thing? And that way they can help you avoid paying too much maybe, you know, talk you through some things. So there's lots of ways a good bookkeeper, a good professional, a good tax person, if you're talking to them regularly, can definitely save you money, can definitely help you. But at the end of the day, if you don't like the person, you're not going to have fun working with them. And especially it's your numbers, it's your finances. This is sensitive. This is emotional. You need to find somebody who you like and trust. Now, I, I love that answer. One of the things that People ask me frequently as like, how do you approach bringing people in or working with a VA or other people in your business? And, I, and my answer always is, well, make them a profit center. They should be making enough money to pay for them to be there. Right. And I, I love that you've tied that to even an accountant, the person handling your books, because that's a great point. Not just they can say, okay, do you notice 80% of your income is coming from this piece? This thing over here is barely working. What do we do to shift that? Or here's the trends I'm seeing. Um, but also freeing you up from it because it is a huge project if you wait until the end of the year or April 14th uh, <laughs> to go through your books from the last year. It's overwhelming. And if you have somebody else helping you stay on track, then it's a whole different story and your time can be better invested in actually generating cash flow in your business. Right. And, you know, we even have clients who, who like to do their own books or maybe can't afford mm -hmm. for us to do everything for them. So we'll train them. We'll mm -hmm. teach them. We'll keep in contact and help continued training and consulting. And at the end of the day, we keep them accountable so that it's still easier on the tax yeah. season. And then when they're in their books, they get to actually see what's happening day to day. So I find value in mm -hmm. that too. So either way you work with somebody, Fantastic. you should have confidence. You should be sleeping better at night. Yeah. So let's, let's dive into that piece of it for a minute. If somebody is newer in business or maybe they haven't worked with anybody for this piece before and, and maybe they haven't even gotten set up with a system, where do you recommend somebody brand new start? I know everybody hears about QuickBooks. Um, right. Is that what you suggest? And where do you start? To, QuickBooks is confusing. <laughs> where do you start to learn that? <laughs> so, uh, yes, that is, 
So the good news is there's this is a, a double-edged sword. Is uh, well, we work with QuickBooks Online specifically, so 100% virtual. There's a whole lot of automation that goes into it. So that's kind of what we push right now. And what so you can do is that uh, is that what you recommend for most small business owners because then they're able to like interact with an accountant or somebody inside of it. Is it easier to handle? I that like way? QuickBooks Online. Okay. I mean, desktop does work for some businesses and 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 um, for some people specifically, but I think QuickBooks Online is going to work for most small businesses, and it's okay. pretty easy to navigate. And the prices mm-hmm. um, vary between the different packages that you can get. Uh-huh. And if you work with a pro advisor like myself, they can save you 50% of the price. So there's oh, wow. be helpful. So that's, that's okay. another reason to, to work with somebody. Um, yeah. And you can have them do a training with you. Um, sometimes there's free and local training, maybe a community college. Um, maybe you can go to your um, um, SBA, uh, Small Business Administration, or WEST, W-E-S-S-T, WEST. They offer training huh. courses for small businesses. And then okay. there's also scores. So there's lots of low and free um, opportunities that could be um, uh, available to these small businesses. But at the end of the day, if you've got a ton of time on your hands and just nothing but determined to learn, mm-hmm. YouTube. <laughs> Everything okay. you want to know is on YouTube. <laughs> the, the downside, the upside is you can get a five minute video and ask YouTube a question and you're done. The, the downside is if you're getting a complete training off of YouTube, there's so much content and you just don't know what's good yeah. and what's bad. And can you understand the right. person? writing that so um there's there's just a wide array and quickbooks does have a help community there's just there's so many places to get to get help and quickbooks online is a really good place and you can do it from your smartphone it has an app and all that kind of stuff oh okay actually put in expenses and your receipts so there's there's a wide array of things that uh, quickbooks online can help you do with your business even if you're going it yourself okay well that's that's Good to know. So that's probably kind of a first step for people to get started is using some sort of legit accounting system for tracking all of their income and expenses. Uh, Is that when I think about, you know, the original getting set up with something like that, there's actually a lot of steps to figure out how to set all that up. So is that the kind of thing that you work with clients on, like helping them figure out what accounts do they need to put in there and all of the different, like how to use it? Yeah. And and it's something that you know, you, you can do the correct setup, which is so going to help you in the long run. Oh yeah. I tell businesses, especially even just the tiny businesses, like, Hey, I opened up shop like yesterday, uh-huh. put in your chart of accounts, yes. set it up like the biggest, baddest yes. version of what you can possibly imagine. Because yes. when you're operating and things are working, you're going to be too busy to go back and change it. So if you have the time up front, usually you do when you're first setting up. So that's a good thing. And you can go and you can build it out. And you need to build it out like you're going to be, you know, Facebook or Google, you know, go to the extreme where it scares you. You're like, I'm never going to get there. Build that. Yeah. And then the other thing that um, I would recommend for for first-time businesses is at the very least separate your credit cards and your checking account if you can have a yeah. savings account, that's good, but don't put it in your personal. Even if you're going to be a sole proprietor and you're not going to have like an LLC or S corp, even yeah. if you're a sole proprietor, you're not setting up a legal structure, that's okay, but have a separate bank account and don't yeah. run any personal stuff in that bank account. You need to separate it out um, yeah. because then that gets very, very messy. 
in the end. Oh yeah, I can I can only imagine what a nightmare that would be to try to separate it. And I think that's a really important point for people to realize. Don't wait until you feel like you're at a certain point in your business to set that kind of thing up right. Like set it up right from the beginning. And then you don't have to worry about it because you have that foundation in place. Well, and there are many banks, even credit unions, that you can set it up for low cost. Like the bank I am with, it was 50 bucks. No service charges. And I can deposit like up to $20,000 in deposits a day before I outgrow that account. I'm like when I have that problem, I will be happy to switch bank accounts with you guys. At that point, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. All right. So I know you offer getting started resources and different things for people. So what are some ways if we've got people listening who are thinking, okay, yeah, it's time I actually bite the bullet and deal with the financial side of things. Um, where can they start working with you on some of these pieces or what do you recommend as first steps? Uh, as first steps, I mean, if you're comfortable, if you have the cash flow to work with a professional that you like and trust, I think that would be e- an easier option for you. So, but if you need lower cost options, I think is that kind of what you're talking about? Well, both actually. So how do you know, or, or how does a business owner know when they're at the, at the point in their business where they should have somebody, not necessarily on staff full time, but just somebody they have a relationship with who's handling it every month for them? Like, what are those flags or markers for you that you look for? that says, hey, you're ready, you need to hand this off? Um, One of them is you're not doing it. (laughs) Yeah, okay. If you're not doing it, you need to, it has to get done. You can't wait right. until the weekend before you do your taxes. You will hate your life. So don't, so don't yes. do that. You know, and, and, and with all of the tax law changes and that kind of stuff, yeah, yeah, you might be able to do the taxes on your own, but it, you may have stuff that might be complicated. So yeah. it just kind of um, is, is one of those things. And, and the problem with my industry is everybody knows that they need an accountant, right? But they don't know what that looks like and yeah. they don't know how much it costs. It's crazy. And they're like, I'm like, well, do you have a budget in mind or where do you look? And they're like, I have no idea where to start. So I right. think, yeah, it's, it's so common. And I get that, you know, I was kind of there with the marketing piece of my business since I am the accountant. Um, yeah. Where do I begin with social media and all that stuff? So at the end of the day, you know, um, getting a system in place, if you can't, you literally can't afford anybody, you've got to go low cost, but you've got to get it done too. So um, I'm all in for automation. Yeah. Uh, QuickBooks allows that for automation. Okay. Um, there's lots of different apps that you can use. Um, and, and you can work with somebody like me. Most people like myself, uh, we give out free advice. So when it comes to mm-hmm. not entirely, but I'll talk to somebody up front, you know, without, without charging. And the reason I do that is because mm-hmm. who I work with is as important to me as it is to my customers. So I don't want to bring in the wrong person if I'm not going to serve them well or if it's going to be um, a difficult relationship. So I will tell them all day, every day what we use, what we recommend, what it kind of looks like, if they want to do it themselves and have us help them or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they can choose what options uh, is best for them as well. Um, But you can, like I said, there's, there's, you know, the community college, there might be some courses if you have time to invest. Uh, There's lots of information online, but that, that could be good and bad. Uh, yeah. the small business administration yeah, be careful what you trust. Yeah. The Small Business Administration has lots of resources. West, W-E-S-S-T, they work with women and minorities specifically. And they're a nonprofit, oh. so they have low cost and, and um, uh, low cost and free options and trainings and stuff like that. And then also SCORE. You can actually get put in with a mentor and they can help you with mm-hmm. those things. But I think the biggest area that a lot of businesses get in trouble with is cash. Yeah. money. 
And so what happens is they don't understand how much money they need to operate and what that's, and it's just scary. So um, doing a simple cash projection, Mm -hmm. How much money do I have coming in? How much money is going out? When does that go negative? And Mm -hmm. if you have an understanding of that, then you kind of can get off the ground and (laughs) quit your full-time job. An important baseline to know. Right, right. They call that break even in accounting speak, but at the end of the day, when things go negative, um, you've got problems. (laughs) Yeah, it's more like panic line would be my... (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> label yeah. for it always stay above that significantly um, right. okay okay so and I know you've got a program for people if they're looking to get started and, and learn okay what do I do with QuickBooks so tell us a little bit about that love it okay so um we've got this deal and and we're recording this on a Friday so um oh, perfect the $50 Friday. So spill it out. $50 Friday.com. You can go there, check it out. You can see my video. I've got one of our cute little spokes dogs on there <laughs> talking about how we can help you. So for 50 bucks, you can actually get all of these training courses to get QuickBooks started. So actually that's probably worth way more than 50 bucks to begin with. Um, yeah. You're going to get a checklist of all the things that you need to do with a checklist. And um, if you decide that you still need our help afterwards, that $50 can also be applied to any service. Oh, that's cool. So at the end of the day, you're getting way more than $50 in value here. So $50friday.com, we can help you out. I love that. That's a, that's a, a great way for people to get started if they're not really sure they know their books are a mess or don't exist. Uh, <laughs> what to do to get that up and running. So fantastic, guys. That's $50friday.com. And if you're looking for information about Amanda and the services that her company offers, you can find it at businesssolutionsbydesign.com. So thank you for coming on the show and sharing a little bit of what people need to be paying attention to and looking at in their business when it comes to finances and keeping books and all of those parts that uh, may not be our main focus, but actually, as you brought in, they empower you to figure out what way do I go next to continue creating something. That's so awesome. It's so great to be here. So is there any parting thoughts you'd like to, to leave the listeners with today? Um, you know, uh, I would say it's not that scary. You can do this. Your books will make or break you. So make them a priority in your business. And if you need help, we're happy to help you. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Amanda. I appreciate your time and I hope people will go to $50 Friday. Check that out because it might be a great way to get started if you need a little bit of help with that accounting piece of things. And if you're already up and running and you're looking for an accountant that might jive a little better with your personality, reach out to Amanda, have a conversation about that. Thank you again. Thank you so much. All right. For everybody listening, be sure you hit like, subscribe, rate, review the podcast, and catch us again for another episode.